The human mind is a powerful thing. Unfortunately, many of us take being able to simply think straight for granted. The mind is capable of such creative, artistic problem-solving and life-changing things, yet, ironically, also capable of developing bleak, self-destructive and often repetitious outcomes. These days, it seems to be getting more and more difficult to develop a clear direction and be able to execute on that direction without coming up with hundreds of reasons of why you are going to fail, even before you lift a finger and execute. Hello folks, and welcome to The Theseus Project, a podcast about men's mental health and the struggle of talking about it. I'm your editor and host, Michael Chard. Today's topic, overthinking. During this topic, I'll be using my own experiences to better describe my thoughts and feelings. And if you're sat with a cuppa, perhaps grab a notepad and brainstorm your own experiences as we'll go through this together. What is overthinking? What does it look like? And why do we struggle with it? A simple definition could be excessive thoughts about something that causes you stress, fear, anxiety, or dread. However, men who find themselves suffering with overthinking can certainly agree that this mental state stretches into several, if not all, aspects of their lives. A recent online poll of anxious people ran in 2019 demonstrated that 99.6% of respondents admitted to overthinking most, if not all, parts of their lives. According to anxietycenter.com, it's shown that not just anxious people overthink. And while 57% of women and 43% of men are prone to overthinking. It's also evident that this is spread out amongst age groups, with 73% of respondents were between the ages of 25 to 35, compared to 52% at 45 to 55, and just 20% of people overthinking at 65 and over. Overthinking could be the result of many varied and different things from past experiences, failures, traumas, incidents at work, or being overworked, burnt out, and even stress brought on from past or even sometimes current relationships. Something as simple or small to you, such as putting on clothing or even taking a shower, could be a living hell for someone who overthinks every aspect of their lives. Men who suffer from overthinking may have been mentally abused and struggled to accept that good things or good outcomes are open or even available to them. Men who suffer from various levels of anxiety are attempted to create a situation or environment in which it stops it from triggering. Perhaps, and in this case, and I'm using myself as an example here, they have a low opinion of themselves and their self-esteem and poor confidence in their own decision-making than their peers. Why does he have a better, insert your example here? Another good example is that perhaps men suffer from anxiety from negative effect or negative event from trauma in their past and their mind seems to permanently stuck on high alert the flight or fight instinct one that specifically resonates with me in that i've experienced such a significant loss and i worry that anything or anyone special could be taken away at a blink of an eye this could be material items such as a car house a simple coat or phone 
But in my case, and I agree, it is quite extreme. This is a person or a relationship. Overthinking can look like going back to relive a mistake over and over and over again, even if it happened years ago. Perhaps disagreements with families or friends or loved ones, rerunning the whole discussion, argument or traumatic event through your mind. Personally, I often revisit the time my wife and I broke up. And this was before we were actually married. In that I think about how I acted, what I said, even down to the aftershave I was wearing. I remember the expression on her face, the sound in her voice, the tears in her cheeks and the look of the hair on her jacket she was wearing. And this overthinking and self-torture often proceeds to list out all the reasons why I've always hated myself. And these hateful thoughts include physical imperfections, any negative labels in which I give myself in life or even during online personas. And as you can see for myself, overthinking has become a pretty dark place indeed. Take a second and ask yourself, do I do this? Do I overthink? See these thoughts for what they are. List them out. Write them down. Be aware of those thoughts and be aware also that these are most likely your thoughts, not somebody else's. Overthinking can also appear like you're attempting to mind read others' perception about you, trying to work out that the person or people around you are going to think about you and ask a certain question, meet for the first time or even the hundredth time. Men feeling pressure from everyday life, such as family, work, career, and even peers or friends, can often make them start to overthink. But as demonstrated previously, overthinking can be, or is, often attached to a greater or more significant mental health event. When researching the topic of overthinking for this podcast, I was directed to the NHS website, and came across a description called Generalized Anxiety Disorder, or GAD for short. GAD can impact you physically and mentally with restlessness, a sense of dread, a constant feeling of being on edge. And these symptoms, along with difficulty concentrating and being irritable, often results in drawing away from social contact as an attempt to avoid triggering these feelings. NHS also reports that People can find going to work stressful and often take time off sick, which in turn precipitates the sufferer worrying even more and increasing their overthinking and therefore damaging their self-esteem. NHS.com lists the following as the possible physical symptoms of dizziness, tiredness, a noticeable strong, fast or irregular heartbeat, muscle aches and tension, dry mouth, excessive sweating, nausea, headaches, difficulty falling and or staying asleep. As of 2021, the NHS doesn't show overthinking as its own affliction or disorder, but this hasn't stopped overthinking from becoming its own label in society and wider culture and demonstrates how prolific it's become. I suppose you consider that overthinking is much easier to explain and give the description of I'm overthinking things when talking to people or even professionals 
and they get to understand and you can get your point across. An example of overthinking that I can give you today was the launch of this very podcast. I've been pursuing and nurturing the idea of my own podcast for quite some time. I think thinking back now, possibly years. I came across listening to podcasts way back when I purchased my first Sony mini disc player using the awful, dreadful Sonic Stage software. Back then I drew up ideas for my own podcast, which uh, I could never come up with a suitable suitable concept. Again, possibly overthinking every and each uh, aspect of it. Then we come to the purchase of my first iPod back in the early 2000s. After that, I successfully managed to convince myself that I was far too dumb and simple and ill-equipped to do such a thing. I needed a specific equipment, expensive equipment, audio skills, editing skills, presentation skills, etc, etc. The list just goes on. But getting back to the development of the Theseus project, whilst working on building this podcast, seemingly basic things like deciding a name, the potential topic, branding the colour scheme and kaboom! Again, my mind was stuck like wheels spinning in the mud, paralysed by indecision and going nowhere. You could also say this was paralysis by analysis. Physically, I suffered from cold sweats and nausea when thinking about this challenge and the sheer scale of things I needed to do and it all seemed to scare me and I ended up procrastinating and always finding yet something else that needed to be done instead. So to quick recap, a summary of overthinking can be looked at as thinking about the past, thinking about the future, anxiety about thinking about the future, indecisiveness, which I'm afraid to say is just so me, big picture overthinking, oh, I can't do this because of climate change, or I can't move there because there's a river, and I can't do this because of X, Y. Attempting to mind mind read others. Just remember that other people's thoughts are other people's thoughts and none of your business. (laughs) Overreading or overanalyzing what someone has said to you. What did that person actually mean? What did they say to you? How did they say it? Didn't like the tone of that person's voice. I didn't like the way that they worded a particular text message or email. How dare they say that? When often in reality, it could be something completely different than what you're analyzing from text. The sense of worthlessness, that you're not good enough, which is almost certainly always going to be wrong. And finally, mind clutter or chatter. We've got a hell of a lot going on upstairs. Won't be surprised if you overthink a couple of items. Happens to every single one of us. So that brings us on to my next point. How can I reduce overthinking? And can you solve paralysis by analysis? Going back to the example of overthinking a podcast launch, I found several ways to overcome my overthinking. These are as follows, and perhaps you can use some of these principles to help you gain some traction 
and pull yourself out of the mud. So make sure you've got that pad handy. You might find a few of these quite useful. So number one, create a rough outline. It doesn't have to be super detailed or war and peace. Remember the KISS principle or keep it simple stupid. I found it truly amazing to just scribble down notes and not push or force the issue. Let it flow. And I'll bet, like myself, you'll be running out of paper in no time. This doesn't have to be for anything specific. You could try it with anything in your life. Play with it, no pressure. It's amazing what a clean piece of paper and a pencil will do for you. Number two, find someone you trust and ask for their feedback. Explain that you've got an idea or that you want to do something and you love and value their opinion. Personally, I owe a great deal to my wife and a small circle of friends, from physical training ideas, cooking, down to studying which particular martial art, and more recently even picking the name for this very podcast. You know who you are out there. Thank you for your love and support. I will be forever in your debt. Number three. Go with your gut. Often when we start to overthink, we've already got the best course of action in mind. Your gut has already chosen the outcome or made the decision for you, but your mind starts to spin out of control. Trust yourself. You know what's best. And by listening to your inner voice, your confidence will start to grow and grow and grow. It's always the extra thinking that drowns out your strong inner voice. Number four, execute, execute, execute. Nothing pushes you forward than actually making that first step. Each step after that is one foot in front of the other. The feeling from actually starting is wonderful. Try not to dwell on the possible possibilities. You're going to be far too busy actually executing your dream. Number five, split the idea down into smaller chunks. This one can be influenced by the earlier steps. For example, write down what you want to do and explore, write and note. Jot down the subjects as they come through your mind. Clearly identify the problem you're facing and by breaking it down, you'll begin to make progress. Remember this old saying, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Number six, give yourself a time frame or time limit. You'll want to get X done by Y. Setting a limit gives you a concrete framework to work within. And by keeping the time frame open, uh, it sets you up for overthinking and possible procrastination. So give yourself time frame and stick to it. Number seven, try to sleep on the problem. If your mind is running away with possibilities, set your clock and clear your mind and try to grab some sleep. I found that my inner voice comes up with a solution or makes a decision very quickly first thing in the morning and you'll feel well rested too. It's amazing how good good it feels in the shower. And you think, yeah, I'm going to do that today. 
And finally for now, meditation. Conduct some simple mindfulness breathing exercises. Be aware of your mind running away with your thoughts. Stop. Accept that you've lost control of your thoughts. Try to gain some solace in that you've accepted that you've lost control of it and try some guided meditation or some simple quiet time away from others. Take a moment, go for a stroll, some deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Some simple mindfulness techniques doesn't have to be all the fancy stuff that you can find out there for meditation, just some simple mindfulness count to 10. And that will often give you solution check out youtube for example it's a great start for mindfulness techniques for guided or even unguided meditations more on that later so give these a try and feel free to contact us at the thesis project and let us know what works for you instagram will have the most up-to-date contact information and website and email addresses to follow shortly certainly there's a lot there and I've only just started to explore what overthinking is and I can imagine that in future episodes that we revisit or expand upon these issues and come up with some more helpful points and this brings us to the next section of this podcast which I like to call crikey that's cool it's something that could be related to topics or even not related to topics but it's something I think is pretty cool and I got a lot of value from So today's Crikey, that's cool, is a YouTube channel. So crack open your YouTube browser and search for The Honest Guy's Meditations. That's The Honest Guy's Meditations. There are literally hundreds of great video content about meditating for a number of different things within this channel. And this could be to help you sleep or just quick five minute sessions for when you got a cup of tea. Remember, these are a couple of great guys and they have a wonderful community and provided exception value to myself and helped me time and time again. So try them out, give them a follow. See for, you, see for yourself. Personally, I like the thunderstorms and the rain meditations. Just a few minutes of ease and I'm completely gone. And finally, for this podcast, a quick disclaimer. The Theseus Project and myself are not professionals. If you have a serious mental health crisis and need urgent assistance, please, please, please seek assistance from the emergency services. If you are in the UK, you can now self-refer to NHS Talking Therapies online. Just a quick search and you've taken the first step. Full disclosure, I've done this myself. I found it very helpful. There's no shame in asking for help. It's completely fine to do so. Remember, it is completely okay to not be okay. So that's it for this first episode. Uh, I'd like to thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. I look forward to exploring more mental health topics with you and more cool stuff in in the future. So look after yourself and we'll speak to you again soon. Take care.